0: Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier.
1: The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength. With its enhanced available Duramax 6.6 liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy
0: Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Okay, what's the number one reason you should try Instacart? Shopping over 1.5 million unique products from over 1,000 retailers. And get everything delivered right to your door in as fast as one hour. All in one app. So you can spend more time with the ones who matter most. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. This is the MLW Radio Network.
1: Welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. Other wrestling, music, movie, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind?
0: It's beginning to look a lot
1: like, fuck
0: this. <laughs> Oh, man. oh I'm Fucking, man, I can't believe Christmas is like here. Seriously. Yeah, uh, it's just weird, man. Just uh, it was like yesterday was August, and now uh, you know we have to be you know festive, but it doesn't feel like Christmas because it's been so goddamn warm. It I has know, been, like which was great for warm.
1: putting up uh, lights. My wife made me put up lights. And I looked at the weather and I said, Hey, this day is going to be like 60. <laughs> Can I do it then? And it was yeah. like one of my busiest days. I didn't have like any time to do it, but I'm like, I will be damned if I'm not putting these lights up today. They are yeah. going up today. If I have to do this at midnight tonight, I'm going to get this done. I'm so glad. Yeah. Ah,
0: oh, dude. It's it, 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 it. Look like, uh, I believe I said this with, uh, not Josh last week. Uh, it's like, um, uh, what was I saying?
1: <laughs> I, no, I don't listen to the show. Uh, me <laughs> Fuck. All right, let's. We're gonna phone a friend, Adam. What did Meanie tell you last week? Oh well, yeah, what did I say? What was? huh? what was the sentence I just said before that? Uh, you, hey, you have the rewind sign. Uh, sound. Um, uh, oh my god! I believe what you were saying was uh, that it was if it was it's been so warm. Lately Uh, I don't know Oh hey We should tell everybody At this point Our So I forgot to let Our Patreon members know (laughs) That uh, That we were Recording today As we are recording today uh, Friday morning But We just got our first Patreon member After hanging out For like five minutes Before we started recording Hoping someone would come in But Shackle Ford Is here So thank you Shackle Ford For being here
0: yeah, man. So I thought it was going to be like that episode of, uh, uh, this is old school Saturday Night Live, maybe late 70s or whatever. Uh, they had a segment called Hey Trudy. Yes. Where the guy uh, hosted a show called Hey Trudy and they called it Hey Trudy because their only viewer was a woman named Trudy. So, and they're like, hey, let's go to the phones. Uh, who's on the phone? Hey, it's Trudy.
1: All right, so here's the deal. And this could change. But if by the time we are done recording, I think if no one shows up of our Patreon other than Shackleford, Ford, we name the episode Shackleford. Ford. Uh, all right. All right. I
0: co-sign. All right.
1: But only yeah. if he's the only one. Uh, or or if we're like, what should we name this and we can't come up with something because we don't remember what we talked about, then we're just going to call it Shackle Ford. Uh, uh, deal. I, uh, I don't uh I don't know what he says. I'm going to have to misbeat the hammer for this. I choose mind of the meanie. I don't know oh, what the he, hammer is. Although, he, oh. He,
0: he, he must listen to WIP.
1: Oh, I was going to say, is this like, is he telling us that like, this was like, he's going to do his morning like constitutional or was it like.
0: <laughs> a little inside baseball uh, for those not in Philadelphia. There's a uh, afternoon show, uh, Joe DeCamera and John Ritchie and uh, Joe DeCamera's uh, nickname is the hammer and Mm -hmm. they do this thing called beat the hammer where it's like uh philadelphia trivia like real hardcore trivia and like he's you know he's like the fucking he's like a thousand and maybe five losses or something like that wow and uh yeah it's on the it's on during the time we're recording right now so he says he's gonna miss beat the hammer
1: yeah, I thought that that was like, "Hey guys, 10 a.m. on a Friday morning is is uh, is me time." Um, but uh, but I'm skipping it just for uh, just for you guys. But uh, I'm going
0: I'm going to beat the hammer to the show.
1: <laughs> oh, that's another option for a name. Beat the hammer. Beat the hammer. That might be that might be the winner. All right, so it's either going to be beat right. the hammer or Shackleford. Or Shackleford or Sha- beats the Ford hammer. beats the
0: hammer. <laughs> Write that down right that's now. That's it. That's
1: it. Even if someone shows up, I don't even care. I'm nah. writing it down right now. So is- <laughs> you're being immortalized.
0: <laughs> Shackleford beats the hammer.
1: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay. Oh, fuck. This is what happens when you pay money to be a part of the Patreon group. We will... Uh, Embarrass you, I guess, uh, publicly. Yeah, um,
0: that's fucking yeah. great. That's a great name.
1: All right, uh, good show. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Come back. Uh, yeah, I feel like we—that was it. That was all we needed.
0: Um, and that thought it never came back to me. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, thought uh, I was about to say something to you. I was. I said the not Josh last week, and uh, it just. Whew, well, here's the, the thing. Ether. The good news
1: is. I I wasn't here last week. All of our listeners were, so they already heard it, I guess, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. All right. If you think about it. So going back in time, we were talking about it's a little warm. I'm I'm trying to retrace my steps. Yeah, it's a little too warm. I talked about how I I looked up online, or I looked up what the weather was going to be like. I got those Christmas lights up there um, because there was no way that I was going to be doing that in cold weather but i think that's when i interrupted your train of thought
0: no it wasn't you man it was me i interrupted myself by saying <laughs> as i was telling John i should have just said it and i should have said oh that's why i said to not josh last week <laughs> uh, but um god um,
1: damn it i'll tell you what here's my here's my pitch for today's episode yeah sit silently until you come up with what it was you were gonna <laughs> say
0: <laughs> oh the pressure oh, my. um let's have a one air show meeting yeah. uh, <laughs> God damn what was
1: it wouldn't be the first time we did that so while you're thinking about that I'll tell everybody it is episode 90 I can't episode it. 90 that is 90 it weeks mean? that means there are some of you who have been fans since day one who have spent the last 90 weeks of your life listening to us um, It's man. seven more than 83 weeks. Seriously. It's like I don't know. I look at it at this point, ninety weeks, like Bischoff, what was so hard about yeah. being successful for eighty three Did weeks? did you did you do a show during a, a pandemic? Yeah, all I'm all I'm saying is, you know, we we're well, we're the did. we're the longest running Blue Meanie podcast in the history of Blue Meanie podcasts. So
0: I, I, that's you a, know. that's an accomplishment yeah. for me to be that committed. <laughs> and people people often say I should be committed, but <laughs> I am committed to this show. It's it's our baby. Yep, uh, and uh, and I've I, only I stepped out razor. on our baby a
1: few times. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Shared off. Oh man! But hey, shout out to Adam Bernard, uh, who's been killing it. Uh, in my oh, absence. Adam got it. Adam got his uh roadcaster. Yeah. Oh man. He is uh he I was talking to him the other day and man he's he's having some fun with that thing. It's like yeah. it's almost like look at like looking in a uh like the past of us he's when beat- he
0: first got it. He's beating his hammer to
1: it. Oh yeah, yes. Do we have yeah. a I wow. hope we need a sound effect for that? Gosh. Let me go Google one. Um, oh, man.
0: No, no, but seriously, uh Yeah, he's uh he's he's enjoying it. Yeah. And uh yeah, I told him the yeah, you know, there's a bunch of tutorials. Like there's a, a guy I whose channel I watch a lot. Uh not that I learn anything because everything goes in one ear and out the other. <laughs> but there's uh this dude named Tom Buck. He um uh, he he was a school teacher and you know, teaches, you know, it, streaming and social media yeah social media and multimedia stuff like that and he quit his job doing that to do youtube full-time so and he's the one who turned me onto the roadcaster and you know all the uses of it and stuff like that so it's pretty cool you know i'm, I'm glad uh, adam's in the uh and the roadcaster family here
1: yeah no it's it's uh it's nice nice to see that uh nice to see that microphone in front of him and, yeah, uh, I tried to this look microphone. up a, a hammer. Let's see if I can find pounding. <laughs> um.
0: Somebody had a hammer the in uh, the beginning of the the ring music. Uh, I think Greg the Hammer
1: Valentine, right?
0: Yeah, look up the Greg the Hammer Valentine right. uh, theme music.
1: <laughs> All right, looking this up. Now, how do I get? I got to figure out to
0: Shackleford has taken over the room. This this. I, I, He's can he you AM hear this or no?
1: No. Can't hear it? No. Alright, so here's where we're gonna all right, I all right, I know how we're gonna do this. I can blue I can connect the Bluetooth.
0: Let me see. Let's see what we As can. we uh, have some dead air. This, is the, worst, this is the worst episode we've <laughs> done. Worst episode um, ever. Oh, man. I, I, I typed great the hammer Valentine instead of Greg.
1: <laughs> Everybody listening right now is like, hey, guys, we really don't need to hear this. We don't need yeah. to hear his music. Please stop going out of your way. Um
0: Let me see. Tell me if you can hear this.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. How did he not main event at WrestleMania with that theme song?
0: I know. Dude, that's, that's just the
1: thing, too. And the crowd goes mild. Yeah. Uh,
0: that was, just like, Jim Johnson's off day, you know, just...
1: Yeah. And I love that also the fact that it's like, well, what does, like, I think to yourself, okay, we need, we need a hammer. What does a hammer sound like? It's like, that's not exactly what a hammer sounds like. Like, what specific piece of metal are you hitting to make that sound? Like, it
0: sounded, it sounded like a Three Stooges fucking yeah. sound effect. <laughs> oh,
1: wise guy. Pink.
0: <laughs> sound like Stone Cold hitting Vince in the head with the, the bedpan.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Definitely didn't sound like a hammer.
1: So, what's up, Shackleford? How are you doing? You're <laughs> so the only one here. Hey,
0: Shackleford. Uh, I got to say, man, your background looking pretty good. Oh, thank uh, you. With, with your uh, figures.
1: So, you know, I really want to take advantage of it because when I do all the stuff for Fight, um, I use the green screen now. And yeah. when So Says Chernoff comes back, the Sherney Awards are coming back this month. Uh, nice. When So Says Chernoff comes back, that's also going to be on the green screen. Um, nice. And, uh, so I'm like, okay, but I got this cool setup. I got a, do you have it like attached to the ceiling where you just pull it down like a drape? So I actually have it. It's, uh, like a portable thing so I can pull it up, oh. which is really cool. Yeah. So it's right that It's behind me and I just pull it up. But yeah, it's that like retractable that thing. It's amazing. When I, there was a time when I was doing green screen stuff on my own filming. So, so sure enough, there were a couple episodes in the summer cause I used to do it at a, uh, Uh, community college. Yeah. And when they were closed, um, I was like, well, that's fine. I'll just do them at my office. So I bought a green screen and it was like, like piping and draping. Like I was like, what the, this is horrible. This thing is just a retractable. It just pulls up behind me and it's amazing. So I'm, uh, I'm really uh, excited about, about all the possibilities. Like I pretty much can be back on my, so says Chernoff virtual set that I was on back in the day, so I'll be able to do that so I'll be at that fake desk and all that stuff which uh, would be cool so
0: so imagine all this stuff that's you know come out about you know through the um through the pandemic mm-hmm. you know where you were spending all this money to you know yeah. run a studio and do the shirt- you know and sh- doing the uh associate sherinoff and the you know sherney awards and all that stuff now we've we've got home offices we hey, got it's, home studios. It's yeah, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. Like, I'm sure you could have found this stuff before, like the retractable green screen stuff like that, but it was not as readily available and as affordable as it, before the pandemic. Or, it just wasn't. Also, you you might not have thought of the, the, the get it. You right. Know? Why would I think of doing a show from home? Like, that just seems like, like, why would yeah. I do that? Right. Like... Like it never occurred to us when we originally started talking about doing the podcast and we were going to do it at the community college. Yeah. And it like, it's like, well, cause of course we have to meet up somewhere to do this podcast. It's yeah. like, like, no. And, and you know, it, it's, uh, I'm just, uh, I, I, I'm look, I wish the pandemic had never happened. I wish we would have figured this stuff right. out in a different way. But um, if there's a
0: silver lining, you know, You know, the people, you know, people found out more stuff about them just from out of, you know, necessity, maybe. Is that the word?
1: That's the thing. It's the resilience, I think, of people. Resilience, yes. We were thrown this really crappy hand and Mm -hmm. people and companies and everybody just was like, okay, this sucks, but here's how we're going to continue to interact with each other we're going to continue you know and and but again it's like you know timing's everything this pandemic hit 10 years ago and not there's no I don't even know if there was FaceTime 10 years ago right and if there was it was not something that would have you know in, we wouldn't have been able to do something like this it's just never would have happened so
0: and it's so weird. Like, uh, what were we using when
1: we first started doing this? Um, Skype. I, well, I think we did Zoom originally. I think we did Zoom. Okay. And then we went to... I've, I've Eventually,
0: learned... at one point, we did
1: Skype. Maybe it was Skype because... first. Maybe it was Skype before. Yeah, I don't think we did Zoom. I think we did Skype. Um, because, the, because the thing I was uh, thinking is, like,
0: I learned so much about technology through this because mm-hmm. I would have people who would want me to do their podcast over Skype, I, had, I felt so stupid. I had no idea how Skype worked or anything like I mean, this. I thought, I thought, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no,
1: that's not your fault. <laughs> you didn't do it. <laughs> it's because I, I can't. Felt, well, just because I don't know how to drink.
0: I felt like I should have been more sympathetic uh, <laughs> to your coffee uh, uh, mishap. Um, but, yeah, like oh, – there's a point where I never knew how Zoom worked, or I thought it was like a phone thing. I I had no idea. I would try to do these podcasts, and I, anytime somebody hey somebody would say hey, you want to do my uh, can I interview over Skype? I would just be like I I can't do it because I did, I felt so stupid. I don't know how but here we are, ninety episodes into Mind of the Meanie and we've you know done Skype, we've done Zoom, we're doing the eCam thing mm-hmm. now, and. I feel like I learned a little bit through yeah. doing this podcast and stuff like that. And,
1: well, um, I'll tell you the you know when the pandemic happened, and we've talked about this before. Like I thought my my job with Fight uh, as a on air host was done because they I think it was a week before WrestleMania when they finally canceled our our plane tickets because um, we were like we don't know what's happening we don't know what, you know where we're gonna end yeah. up. They canceled that. I'm like, okay. Well, I was supposed to be hosting something for WrestleCon that hadn't even been announced yet, and I was supposed to be doing all the stuff for Fight. Um, and it's like, okay, that's not that's not going to happen. And then it's like, all right, well, there are no shows, and they pretty much were like, yeah, I mean, we don't have anything for you to host. And it's like, okay, well, this was this was fun, you know, this was a fun a fun little thing I did, and then. Justin kind of having like a conversation where it was like, yeah, they're going to be running this thing, and we're trying to figure out how to do it. And I'm like, well, I mean, I've been having a, a you know a lot of luck with uh, Meanie doing the you know all the virtual stuff and all. And they like looked at that and they're like they were amazed at what we were doing. A mind of the Meanie, yeah. Uh, which I don't know what that I don't know if that speaks highly to us or, or <laughs> negative to them or I don't know whatever. But they were like, this is. They're like, well, can you do this with more people? So, which, of course, I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. And then immediately went on Google, how do I do this with more people? <laughs> you know. And, uh, <laughs> but it was all of always say yes because always of mind yes. of the meanie. Well, yeah, always say yes. And then that was something my my buddy Matt Stefan told me at one point when uh, and I'll never forget it. When someone was like, "Do you know how to write copy?" and I was like, "I can figure it out or whatever." And he's like, "You never say I can figure it out." He said, "You say yes." And then you go figure out how to do it. No matter what someone yeah. asks you, can you do it? Yes. And then go figure it out. But without having the roadcaster, which you know was a, a pod squad member who who made that connection for yeah. us, and and uh, and continues to, you know, with Adam and all, and and um, you know, it, it, it's uh, without all of that, without uh, having this setup and knowing what I'm doing, um. Yeah. I I don't know that I would have had that opportunity with Fight to start producing for them and have that, you know, uh, snowball. So, yeah, mine and the meanie, man, this last 90 weeks have not been in vain, that's for sure. That's uh, so cool. Also, man. we had a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> we, we've had a lot of fun the last 90 weeks, uh, especially yeah. at times where we were ready to, um, ready to jump out a window because, you know, the world was terrible. But... Uh it's still all, it's not that uh, much better.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're it, at
1: a point now where we all pretend that the world is better, right?
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, we're we're evolving as a as a uh, species, so I to do, speak, I guess. I
1: do want to give a shout out to Liam Savage. Uh, I've been
0: staring at him as well. Yeah, who is, is
1: in the room now, a Patreon member over patreon.com slash mind of the meanie. Uh, although, Liam, uh, while we thank you for joining us, we are still going to be naming this episode Shackleford beats the hammer. Um
0: Yeah, sorry you missed that. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna wanna you're probably
1: gonna wanna circle back to the beginning of this to kind of know what that's all about. But yeah. uh but we thank you little for a little rewind. Yep. And, and and the thing is, had you had you been the first one, Liam, in the room today, it could have been Liam Savage beats the hammer as the title of the episode. Um, so I guess be glad you you weren't.
0: Liam Liam, Liam Savage beats Shackleford beating the hammer.
1: <laughs> Liam Savage beats Shackleford with a hammer. I don't know beats Shackleford. T- no. Um he beat him to beating the hammer. <laughs> oh man.
0: Uh, it's a tightly uh, run contest here. Uh, <laughs> Liam coming around the bend.
1: Oh man, with a hammer? oh no! Here
0: comes Shagaford beating a hammer.
1: Oh god, it's a photo finish. <laughs> oh man, so uh, hey, what's going on in wrestling news today? What's uh, what's up? Uh, uh, Jeff Hardy was released. That's sad. That that is. Uh-huh. I'm very confused by it. Um, yeah, I don't know what the situation was. I was hoping when he kind of powdered out of the ring. You know, I mean, have you seen the video where he just. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it was a diving tag. He left the ring. I actually, my first thought to myself, and I don't mean this to. um, I don't mean this as a joke, but having done this show with you, my first thought was, what if he shit his pants? Like, everybody was yeah, I, like, I, I, we don't know what happened. Jeff Hardy is left. And my first thought was like, the dude may have shoot, just shit his pants and was like, yep, I'm gonna need to get out of here. But then my uh, thought was some- why would you go through the crowd and <laughs> you shit your pants? Yeah, just have it waft.
0: Yeah. You know, the... F- As someone who shit his pants in the in the ring, <laughs> I could tell you you immediately want to fucking get the fuck out of there. Uh I shit myself a couple times. Um yeah, it, it, it's sad. Uh I mean it's gotta be serious enough that they uh, you know, released them, and yeah. you know, everybody uh with the has been posting tributes. Very fitting tributes to how, you know, Jeff has influenced himself. I mean, if not himself, but themselves. Like the different wrestlers are posting how Jeff has influenced them. And, uh, you know, it's been very touching. You know, it's it's always good to see somebody get the roses while they're still here. Yeah. And uh, words of encouragement for uh, Jeff. A lot of people, everybody loves Jeff. I love Jeff. I just I love the Hardys. You know,
1: you know. look, there's part, of, there's part of me that looks at it from a fan standpoint and goes, okay, well, hey, now we have an opportunity to see the Hardys in AEW. Um, I just, the most important thing, look, even if this is a guy who had 10 years left in his career, right? Yeah. Which I don't know that he does, but let's say he had 10 years left in his career. Well, you know, God willing, he's got a long life after that. You know, there is a life after... After wrestling, hopefully, for people. And I should say after in-ring because, you know, look, you're in the business sometimes. You're a lifer, you know, even when your career's done. But my concern is, along with everybody's concern, is his well-being and his health. And maybe something like, listen, maybe something like an AEW schedule would be easier for him. You know? Right. He flies out once a week to do a show. And the rest of the time is able to be home taking care of himself, and and you know, he's on the road with his brother,
0: you know, yeah, uh, and you know, just uh, that's even not a knock on
1: just... WWE. That's not a knock on their schedule. It's not a knock on the people no. was on the road with. It's just, and and he can he could be a good influence on the young. You know, uh,
0: AEW's got a lot of young talent mm-hmm. that probably grew up on the Hardys. Sammy you know, Guevara uh, posted a picture. I was just about to say uh, that. I was just, Yeah, Sammy posted the the photo, young Sammy with uh with Jeff. You know, he could be uh, you know, somebody in a locker room to go to for advice on, you know, wrestling and stuff like that, but you, when you think about Jeff and his career, his you know, he kind of made a bed that where, you know, people expect him expect to see him do certain things in the ring, certain moves in the ring. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm sure you know. He, you know, I I think we're roughly saying I'm 48. I'm sure he's in his you know younger 40s. Yeah, I'm and sure uh, it, it it starts to take a toll. You know, Yeah, you know, all it, those um all those missed moon salts that I did. You know, are they're starting to catch up to me. You know,
1: stuff like that. It's it's weird because I always looked at it growing up. I always had this weird um this this weird view of age um, yeah. from my personal life and then being a fan of wrestling because uh, my dad was, was much older. Um, I was from his second marriage. And um, so I always looked at my, at my dad as like, I I never realized how old he actually was. Cause I always saw him as being younger. But yeah. then as a wrestling fan, you would, you would turn on in the attitude era and they talk about the dinosaurs down in, WCW, you know those dinosaurs in their late thirties, early forties, you know, <laughs> and yeah. like you would think to yourself, like, oh my god, like those are the, like, God, one day I'm going to turn forty, and that's old, and that's like, it, it's when you start looking in the real world, you start to realize, in your forties, you're not old, you're not like no. in in the in the quote unquote real world, like let's say we're looking like at a, a, a a, a corporate career, right? Yeah. Corporate career, you're not even beginning to hit your, like, hit your stride until your 40s. Right. Like, your 20s, you're, like, you know, bottom of the Still barrel. Fi- Third? Still yeah. figuring shit out. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you're you're in your 50s by the time you have reached that, like, level of your career in a certain way, you know? Like, so it's such a weird view on life, you know, in pro wrestling. And then also, like, the more you step back and you look at it, you think of all the people we've lost in wrestling. You go, holy crap. Like, they were way yeah. too, like, it's not even, I mean, there's young, and then there's, like, it, well, look, it's look insane at, look, how young these people are.
0: Look at music. You know, they have the uh, Forever 27 mm-hmm. Club, all the, the the young, talented musicians and singers who yeah. died at 27. And then, like, I'm 48, and when I was a kid, it's so weird when you're a kid and you look at somebody on TV, you assume everybody's older than you, you know? And, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, man, Jim Morrison, he had to be old, right? No, he's only 27. 27s, there's it's, it's, still so
1: much more to life, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean you tw- haven't even gotten started.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's a perception, you know, because, like, uh, you know, Norm from Cheers, you know, or, you know, he was in his 30s, but he looked like he was, he was in his 50s, you know, stuff yep. like that. Just it's weird how you see things on TV and you think somebody's older, but, you know, getting back to wrestling, you know. Well, I'll give you an you know, example. Really- I was just
1: looking it up to confirm. Uh, The big boss man. Right. The big boss man in his heyday in, WW, in WWF, before coming back in the Attitude Era. I'm not talking about that, but the late 80s, early 90s big boss man that everybody's thinking of.
0: Yeah,
1: was in his twenties.
0: So he crazy. turned
1: he turned thirty in 1993. Wow, like so that's, that's 1993. Amazing. So that guy, so the big boss man who came back in the Attitude Era was younger than I am, right now. Yeah, it, it, and that was like the return of the old, the old rugged vet. You know, coming back now. That guy doing that stuff with Al Snow and everything, the guy's younger than And to me, still, I look at the big boss man SummerSlam with uh, the Mountie, right, as an example. Just throwing it out there. It's a guy in his 20s. And I look at him still now at 38 years old, and I still see him as being older than I am now. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, it's it, It's weird. It's But it also puts in perspective sometimes why these people, be it wrestlers, be it, you know, actors, musicians, heavily wrestlers and musicians because of the, the similarities in lifestyle with the travel and, you know, because uh, that's the thing, man, and, and no, I mean, you can speak to this way more than I can, but the travel, I think, more than anything, whether it's the mental side of it, of being away from home, of being on the road every, every day, you're somewhere else, or the physical side of it, the actual, I mean, like, I know, like, dude, I'm still, I was in Atlanta for, uh, NWA and I'm like, I feel like I'm still recovering just from like two nights on a, on a random bed in a hotel and like having to fly just a couple of hours. Like, and my body's still like, Oh man, I'm still kind of getting back in the swing of things. Like it, it, it takes a lot out of people and, uh, it's, yeah, you know, a lot of people go. Well, look, it's what they signed up for. It's like, but honestly, man, like you don't know you signed up for it until you're in it. There's yeah, a lot right. of stuff you, I feel like you, people didn't tell. You know,
0: you don't know until you're in the shit. You know, and just yeah. you know, and in the act of traveling, you know, people are like, oh, it must be nice to travel the world. But when you're spending six hours in one seat yeah. not next to somebody, you don't want, you don't know, and you probably wouldn't want to be next to in real life, yep. and just. Just different situations. Like I did that Alaska trip, and that really took a fucking toll on me. Just the the travel sure. of it, you know, two two four two four hour flights. One was four and a half hours. You know, that's like ten hours, almost ten hours of flying, and it's just it's brutal. And yeah, then every, you got. Everyone get thinks it, about then,
1: the you're in Alaska. Everybody you you picture things like oh, I get to be in Alaska, but you don't think about the to and from Alaska. No. That's you know.
0: No, the, the it's like Star Trek, you just beam yourself there, you know, just Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just it dude, I remember I was on a road with WWE and uh, like I said, you know, you know, uh you get into a grind and, and you kind of become like a a person this other person where like you know, I I, I like to say I think I'm happy go lucky and you know cordial, but like you're in that mindset of go 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 go, travel 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 travel. You know, there'd be times where I'm sure I was, I might have been addicted, you know, some people just because of the situation I was in with the travel and yeah. the hotel and the driving and all while, you know, getting suplexed and body slammed and, you know, dropped on my head. Yeah. So, yeah, the wrestling business, I mean, it's, it's, people think it's glamorous like anything. But, you know, there's, you know, the, there's the, the things you got to go through to get through the, get what you want you know uh, I was, in, in uh, the in the words of in the words of my favorite ba- one of my favorite bands the wild hearts they sang that song so
1: the yeah. uh i was talking you know calvin and i were talking about that when we were in, there it is uh when we were in uh uh atlanta because so we did the nwa show the um uh, hard times two pay-per-view, which is great. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody, I mean such a such an awesome locker room. Great crew yeah. there at the NWA. Uh my close personal friend uh William, um yeah. I, I, you know him as Billy Corgan. Um, look, <laughs> yes. um that's a, that's like the J It's like, oh yeah I, I was hanging out with uh Billy Corgan. It's like Where are you really? Uh, I said hi. Um <laughs> but uh, uh but no but I mean that whole crew there was awesome but the show ran long. Um, the, that night, the hotel lobby was pretty much, you, you picked up the entire locker room and put it in the hotel lobby and we're all sitting there and everyone is just waiting for their Uber Eats to arrive. Yeah. And like, we finally got our Uber Eats and we got it uh, one 15 in the morning and we, Calvin and I just went up to our rooms and we sat on our beds and just ate <laughs> ate ate whatever random food we were able to find on Uber Eats that took yeah. forty minutes to come anyway, um, and it, we were just talking about like, you know, all of these wrestlers and all of the like. You know, nobody's no one's losing sleep thinking about what I'm doing after a show. But the but all the all the talent there and everything. I'm sure there are some fans that are like, oh, they probably hop in their limos after and they go uh, and they go get their their you know. Their hundred dollar steak, you know, at, at the <laughs> restaurant, whatever. And meanwhile, it's like everybody's just sitting there, just like, "What'd you get? I got some sort of fried rice, something or another, from an American restaurant, because like not even not even an Asian food restaurant. But I like I was willing to take anything I could get my hands on. Like yes. I think that's like just a tiny little. Chris Jericho has that great story of the night he won that he became the undisputed champion. And yeah. he gets locked out of his room. He ends up getting pizza, puts the pizza on the bed, knocks the pizza over. So now he's eating cold pizza with that he's picking pieces of carpet out of. Um, yeah. And that was the night he became the undisputed champion.
0: Hey, McFoley won the world belt. He had 10 pounds of Chinese food and a blue meaning. yeah that's the thing. And it's, it's, <laughs> there's that aspect of it where
1: I feel like people just don't get that that's what comes along with it. Like... Of course, and those are the great stories aspects, you know? that come along with it. But when you're a kid and you're a fan and you're going, one day I want to do this. One day I want to be a part of this. Those are the parts you're not thinking about. You're thinking about that rush right. of the crowd and the everything. And I'm going to be there. And, you know, and the, and the music's playing and the lights are flashing and all that. And you're not thinking about the, you know, what act- what that actually entails to get to that point And what happens and
0: after. You, and you hear all these wrestlers talk about the 10 minutes in their 10 to 15, 20 minutes in the ring is the moment where you feel the most free Yeah, because of all the things that you have to go through to, uh, you know, get to that point and stuff yeah. like that. Like I say, they don't, nobody pays me to wrestle. They pay me to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've been turning down. I, I get a lot of offers for bookings now, and it's just like I turn down so many of them just, you know, just because – Is it worth leaving the house? You know? And obviously, uh, you
1: don't don't mean like, is it worth, like, oh, I don't want to meet fans. That's obviously not the, I don't want anybody to misunderstand. That's not at all what you're saying. No, no. No, from a, you know, a mental,
0: physical, financial mm -hmm. uh, point. Like, you know, I was just saying this the the other day. I wish I could put my 48-year-old brain in my 25-year-old body. You know, all the stuff I know now, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you got to factor in, you know, just like when I tell people if you're going to run a show, if you run, go run a show, free sell one ticket, you're probably in the hole for five grand, ten grand. You know, okay. if I take a booking, I got to figure I'm in the hole for gas tolls, uh, you know, food, mm-hmm. just to, you know, to and from. You got to figure that into what you're going to ask for. Right. You know, if uh, you have a side hustle, is it worth leaving my side hustle to go do this thing? Can they pay me where I'm going to miss out my side hustle? And
1: and more to make it worthwhile yeah. to have to do all that other stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I'm not leaving my house just to break even or maybe make a couple bucks at this, at this stage of my life.
1: Right at, at, at forty eight years old, when you're 20, well, you are twenty, you also you're, are. You know, the to the do anything. Too, you earned the right to make those decisions. <laughs> Slickter Slector! Slickter. Slickter's here. Good morning, my friend. Um, I feel Slector's like I haven't talked to you in, hammer. in a while, Slicker. We, we need to get we need to get together soon. Um, yes. but uh, yeah, we talked about the green screen and all that stuff. I, I will tell you, the best thing to come from doing those shows. Uh, at the community college was meeting Andy Slickter. That's, yeah, that is no joke. That is the, you know, if I really had to say what was the best thing that came from that, um, it certainly wasn't the roaring laughter of the audience. Uh, so it was, it was definitely Slickter. Um, but no, man, like it, it, it's, you've earned this. Slickter's great. Yeah. You know, you talk about like, oh, you wish you could put your, you know, your current mind in your younger body. And, and yeah, I mean, God, we, it, you know, psh- I think anyone who says they wouldn't is yeah. lying. Uh, you know, the, like, why wouldn't you want to? Uh, except for maybe The Rock, right? Uh, <laughs> it's the only yeah. guy who you could. You know, they look at it and be like, "No, man, that yeah." I no, wouldn't he, he nailed that. it. Yeah, um, nailed but, it. But now, dude, like <laughs> you, you've earned the right to be able to at this point say, yeah, I don't, I don't need to do. I don't want to do that. It's a lot of extra." Yeah. extra work you hustled you did your you did the 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 miles you know you did all of that stuff to yeah. earn that name to be able to say yeah i don't want to go unless unless it's this unless it's that i mean i mean it's still i certainly business.
0: fooled enough i fooled
1: enough people uh <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is thing- man that's all being yeah. all being successful is is tricking people into thinking you know what the hell you're doing well i'll be a to think- son of a bitch Little Jimmy from Nebraska has shown up, shown up here. Yeah. Sorensen uh, Level comes rolling in forty five minutes into show. a
0: show. With coffee in hand. Hey guys, how you yeah. doing? You know, the, did you bring in oh. for the class? Yeah. <laughs> did you miss me, guys? Uh, <laughs> you know, um, he's in a bathrobe. He's got some slippers. You know, just
1: yeah. hey guys. <laughs> oh, hi Pod Squad. Hello, Daddy Josh. Hey, let's not call me Daddy Josh. <laughs> that's a weird... mm.
0: Little Jimmy calling you Daddy Josh. Yeah. Uh, man, yeah. man, that's, a,
1: that's a whole other. Um, no, Poor man, happy thing. to have you here. Happy to have all of you here. Anybody who's still here with us. Anybody who's yeah. listening. Uh, I mean, this is, our, again, this is our 90th episode. I mean, people yeah. literally have tuned in to hear just shooting the shit and it's and it's so, funny um uh
0: didn't mean to cut you off there sorry um it's like you know when, when we first started doing this show i was like man i always wanted to do a show kind of like the joe rogan thing two guys sit down there and just have a talk and then as time goes by i kind of want to do be like the fucking pat mcafee <laughs> you know thing you know he seems to be having a lot more fun yeah. uh because I watch him every day too. He's part of my daily routine, and uh, you know, talk about a guy who just you know built something. He he gave up, he, he gave up a position in football where you could p- at least play into your forties, maybe almost fifty as yeah. a punter, to uh, pursue his dream as you know, an entertainer, right? Yeah. He, you know, he quit to be a writer. Now he's doing the podcast, and then he just signed this huge multi million dollar deal with uh fan yep uh and now he's just doing uh incri- I, I, if you get a chance go to his youtube page and uh watch the video and like what he he's doing things right now that i've fantasized about doing like um you know he talked about he's making all this money but he's talking about hooking up the people who've helped him along the way you know the coach here awesome. and there uh <laughs> you know, giving money to uh, the football program you know that he came up through as a kid to make sure to you know people have a uh, you know equipment and all this stuff and the other thing and i was like man he's 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 living a dream he's doing he's doing cuz like i have a list of people you know like if i was to ever win like say the powerball and got became a gazillionaire there's definitely a list of people on my uh I'm definitely going to hook up list because there's people who helped me along the way. You know, I wish I, you know, there's certain certain people in my life I wish I could just, if I had enough money, just to put them on the payroll just to, yeah, just to chill. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) you can still work if you want, but I'm giving you this
1: money every week. Just so, could you imagine if we actually paid (laughs) Slickter? You know? Yeah. You know? Uh, but seriously no I, I I totally get that I think, I that's think so about cool. that it's so cool what he's doing um yeah, and yeah, I mean, that really is the dream to be able to give back to the people that yeah. helped you to get to where you are um, it's important too yeah, and
0: some people forget those people you know
1: yeah i i I feel like i've you know I've always felt like somebody who um you know, I know I work hard for the things that I achieve, but I also mm-hmm. i know the leg up that I've had, whether it was just, you know, growing up in a, in a stable family and, a, you know, like it, it's, you know, the little things that you just kind of take for granted sometimes. Um, I just know that there, that there's been a lot of uh, opportunity that I've been provided that other people don't have. And my, I feel like my, my responsibility almost is to, Pay that forward in any way I can. Obviously with my own kids, make sure that they their life is as good, if not better, than mine. Um, but just in general, you know, all the people who helped you get to where you are. And that includes, you know, for us, and it sounds like you know, lip service, but that includes the pod squad. Yeah. And we talk about it so much. Like we can't we were we were talking earlier about all like the the cool things we we learned now doing this podcast, uh learning the equipment, learning the you know, technology aspect of it. And how it's helped, you know, your ability to do more interviews has helped me to do my job at Fight. And, like, you know, like, we wouldn't have been able to do that without people listening. Yeah. Because this podcast would have ended a long time ago uh, if we were tuned in, like, hey, who, who checked it out today? Uh, we had six people, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> it just wouldn't have, no matter how much fun we were having, we would have just, you know, gone to just texting each other. <laughs> that would have been yeah. it. Um yeah. So, you know, I, I I'm I'm really grateful for these people here. Uh Little Jimmy from Nebraska says, Thank you, mind of the meanie. You're the best Christmas present ever. Um man, I feel like your Christmases were not that great. Uh <laughs> with that statement, but thank you. Cool. <laughs> um No man, thank you. We really appreciate it. Um hey, out of curiosity. Yes. How would you feel about doing a little Ask Meanie? I would love to. Okay, but before we do that, we need to talk about... Swerve! Manscaped! That's right. Hey, Meanie, it's holiday season, and you don't know what to get as a gift or stocking stuffer? Well, today's sponsor, Uh... Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. (laughs) Something there. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than four million men worldwide. If my math is correct—and it almost (laughs) never is—that's almost eight million balls. Get. get I was doing the math before you fucking said that. It's so funny. Get 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com with code Mini20. Ho 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 fellas, naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. Nanscapes best selling product is the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the top of every man's wish list this year. Inside, you'll find the Lawn Mower Body Trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls butt and body. That's right, the three B's, everybody, balls, butt and body, and the Hoed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. Lest we forget, their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Get the performance package now to receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. The dads can't stop talking about this. The teens secretly buy this, and the women will love you for it. Now, these are our picks for Manscaped surefire Win stocking stuffers. So listen up, everybody. Number one. The Manscaped 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner just launched. Kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Number two. The Manscaped Cologne-infused Body wash. Number three. Shears 2.0 Luxury Four-Piece Nail Kit. Number four. Crop mops. Ball wipes for your stanky balls. Number five. Manscaped Signature Cologne. These, formula- these, these formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free. I don't even know if I said that right. So you know their products are legit. And they're not just cruelty-free as in not used on animals, but cruelty-free as in you won't be cutting your own nuts anymore. Make sure you hurry to their site to ensure these wild gifts show up before the holiday season. And while you're at it, get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with code Mini 20 Whether this is for your partner, dad, brother, friend, get them something that they will actually use and it's almost sure to get a laugh. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with promo code Mini 20 Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped.
0: Yeah, I got the uh the shampoo conditioner and the body wash for them. It's really nice.
1: Yeah. It was it was exciting I, I got like it was like an extra large package this time. It wasn't a traditional Manscaped package yeah and uh, my wife's like you've got a uh, you've got a big package here and I was like thanks for noticing finally and she's like okay. no 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 I'm talking about this here in the foyer Anyway is that what she calls it? <laughs> oh man. So, That's oh, scary. yeah. Hey, let's ask Meanie anything. Yeah, let's do that.
0: It's time to ask me anything. Ask me something.
1: All right. Let's see what we got here.
0: <laughs> I still can't believe you uh, auto-tuned that. I know. <laughs> all these, you know, 90 weeks later, you know. Um,
1: It's the best thing I've ever done. Um yes. All right. Did you guys uh, get the Mark and Dryden question about world class or AWA? No. Okay. I kind of have to. Well, I don't back remember. Let's check. Uh, what about the uh, Anthony Camarada um, asking about rumors? Have you heard a rumor about yourself? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you did do that. Okay, so Mark and Dryden asked, uh, "What was more painful to watch?" last oh we did do this question I'm oh, sorry well, yeah I guess I'll just fuck myself okay
0: yeah um,
1: uh, I'll answer it uh <laughs> did you get what's your favorite style of barbecue uh no Djbbq at DjbbqSD writes, what's your favorite style of barbecue what's one place you really want to try barbecue at
0: uh my favorite style is yes all of it um uh, i almost hate talking about barbecue online because then you get the, the you know s- barbecue snobs that go whoa <laughs> let me tell you about this it's Gotta like put it in your green egg yeah, yeah. it's like talking about cheesesteaks in philly or pizza in connecticut motherfuckers think they invented fucking pizza up there really? um, oh yeah new haven there's like a, a certain area where Oh, but you haven't had pizza, so you had such-and-such pizza, and such-and-such, I? And it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just want to eat some fucking pizza, all right? Oh, man. But, uh, barbecue, I don't know, there's a place here in Philly called Sweet Lucy's that's really nice, really good, and then I'm sure I'll have somebody from Kansas City going, well, actually, <laughs> but, uh, you know, just, uh, yeah, Sweet Lucy's is good, Um. Uh, anything man it depends it's it's i say the same thing with music it depends on my mood you know one day i'm britney spears the next day i'm slayer you know uh depends on how i feel the day i could go for something a little sweet you know a little sweet and tangy mm. or uh <laughs> we used to go oh, what was that place uh famous staves we used to go to and uh they had this mustard it was, it was like it was really good, but we were like, ah, right, give me that shitty mustard. <laughs> I don't know why we call. I don't know why we called it shitty mustard, but it was, it was good mustard. But we, I don't know. I guess compared to everything else that that was on the table, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, I'm sure people are friend down on me saying I went to famous Dave's too. So who knows? But uh, yeah, barbecue, any kind of barbecue. Uh, there's something about. I love the smell of a good barbecue. You know, whether it's, you know, the uh the pork or the I like uh, when they do the burnt ends, you know, stuff like that, you know anything really. Just uh I'm just a good old fashioned meat eater. Yeah.
1: You know? I uh I I, you know, haven't eaten meat in a couple of years, but when I was eating meat, I used to so I had a buddy that lived out in Vegas and um we would uh we would always have to go to this place, uh, Lucille's Barbecue out there, uh, and I would always get the tri-tip sandwich. It was like I they like did something to that meat for like hours or something, uh, and it was it was so freaking good. It was so good. Yeah. And then when I lived in California, they had one there, and I went to it and I ate so much that like I thought. I thought there was like something wrong with me. Like I was gonna die. Like it was it was just so good. But um yeah, it was uh yeah, it was good. Um but uh let's eat see. Until you, eat until you shit your pants. Yeah. I highly recommend anybody has loose seals. And there's so many different loose seals, but it was it's the one out in Vegas uh, in California. So I don't know if there are any on the east coast, but um a uh, little Jimmy Sorensen says, uh, this podcast is truly wonderful and the patron is worth every penny. And man, does he put a lot of pennies into it? So we appreciate that. It's quite uh, a few pennies. Logan Barton. Good to see you, Logan. Uh, I'm a mood drinker, eater, lover, and thinker. It's all about the weather is a quote of himself. Yes. Um, agreed. Uh, Jimmy comes back again. Are you going to have a phenomenal Christmas? And have you ever tried Jr's barbecue sauce?
0: Yeah, his, uh, Jr's barbecue sauce is amazing. He has this uh, seasoning too that I, I put on everything too. You know, I? I used to, he has a the like this, like, I wish I could think of it. It's like a seasoning you put it on. Uh, you could put it on burgers, but I I, I would even put it on my eggs. Yeah, you know, it was that good. Talking about mustard, uh, JR's mustard is phenomenal. I've well. heard really good things about it. Dude, dude, yeah. Like, I'm a fat guy, and if a fat guy says something's good, take that <laughs> as a good, take that as a, a solid stock tip. You know, uh, yeah, JR's stuff is no joke.
1: That's awesome. Um, what else do we have here? Mark and Dryden. Since it would have been his 63rd birthday this past week, what are your guys' thoughts on Rick Rude?
0: Uh, Phenomenal worker. Uh, Probably one of the toughest guys in the business. Uh, You know, everybody talks about the Haku's and and, uh, stuff like that. But, you know, Rude was legit badass, you know. Mm -hmm. He came from the world of uh, arm wrestling as well, but... Uh, you know, when, in the short time he was with us in ECW, you know, when we're doing the, uh, pre-show workouts with Tracy mothers, you know, Rick would be at ringside and he would come in and, you know, give us little pointers like, Hey, if you're ever in this situation, somebody tries to, uh, get cute with you, do this. Mm -hmm. And he would show you ways to show us ways of, you know, to protect ourselves in the ring and stuff like that. Just different little things. Like you're like, Oh wow. I don't, I wouldn't even have thought to do that. But, uh, yeah, just a good guy, funny guy, <laughs> uh, you know, just uh, a very, you know, dry humor. He could say things and just, he, you know, as a matter of factly, and you just pop. But, uh no, great guy, uh, t- great guy, great tough guy, guy fu- yeah, big guy, uh, funny guy. Uh, somebody just posted a video of him uh, taking an atomic drop, and it was like – I've the- seen that. Yeah. The cool the, the coolest thing because like he wasn't above making himself like look a little goofy to sell something when in reality he could probably you know beat anybody's ass, you
1: know. Yeah. Um I was always such a big fan of his because he just seemed so legit. Everything about him. And you'd look at in some ways his his character and your thought would be, well, that's not, like, a legit, you know, he's, like, it, he doesn't, it was an amazing thing how he could be this badass tough guy who was coming out in a robe, oiled up, gyrating his hips, but he was so damn believable and tough that it worked, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so I, I mean. Somebody
0: posted a gift of him, when gif. When he was the, what was it the WCW International Champion? He had the big gold belt on him. Yeah, it looks so good on him. You know, some belts just look so good on people. There's there's some belts that look they're, they're some belts look like they're custom made for somebody. You know, I saw a photo of Barry Windham with the uh, U.S. title, uh, and oh, it kind yeah. of the one that it just looks, one of the, it looks like kind of like a sheriff's badge, and he's in his. his his leather vest and stuff like that. I was like, that belt looks like it was made for that guy. Yeah, The TNT, TNT belt looks like it was made for Sammy Guevara, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think this, that I can see that. Say, um, same way Rick Rude and the, uh, the big
1: gold looked amazing on him. I think um, I always felt the big Eagle belt. Yeah. Um, I always felt that that looked like it was made for Triple H it even, was I mean even though it like you know legitimately wasn't in the sense that you know um you know in the sense that it wasn't obviously it was it was made before him but uh but man it, it uh it just always fit him just right just perfectly right um yeah
0: and, and the thing is I hated that belt until yeah. triple H until triple H wore it. then it, interesting. It, it looked like it was made for him.
1: That's interesting. Um, well, I
0: hated that belt out of Spike because I was a big, such a big uh, winged eagle fan. And then the winged eagle looked like it was ma- custom-made for Steve Austin, you know?
1: The Well, the winged eagle, see, to me, well, which one are you talking about? So, the, the one he went off of Shawn Michaels. Yeah. The winged eagle. I mean, he only had that for like a second. See, that to me... That, uh, that was but a, the, the the next day they got rid of it yeah. and they
0: had the, the big eagle belt and I was just like I I spite hated the big eagle belt because I
1: wanted Austin to have the wing winged eagle belt for longer. So I uh, to me I was it, it seemed like um, who did that I mean Bret Hart it always seemed to me like that was like his belt yeah um but there was also the Hogan belt it just matched Hogan in my in my head.
0: You know, it's funny. It's funny. The night they uh debuted the Winged Eagle, Hogan did a pre-match tape with his
1: the previous one, right? belt. Yeah,
0: and then and then like two seconds later, he comes out of the ring. He's got the Winged
1: Eagle belt. It's like, huh? huh what the fuck? Yeah, what, def- what, what the- definitely, someone wasn't paying attention <laughs> at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Where's the consistency? Where's the consistency, pal? Yeah, I don't. If you can even say that word, consistency.
1: Consistency.
0: Consistency. Yeah, consistent. Consistency. Yeah. consistency consistency
1: consistency <laughs> oh man uh i am speaking no good what's that i am speaking no good um so our last question here we kind of already touched base on a little bit um mark and dryden Which? wanted to know our thoughts on jeff hardy's release uh In his opinion, if he refused rehab, WWE was in the right. I don't know that he, you know, I
0: yeah, that's all rumor. Yeah, I
1: don't know if there's any truth to that. Um, I don't think anybody knows
0: the real truth yet, so I don't really want to speculate.
1: And the reality is, it's so tough to. uh, It would be so tough to say. Anyway, like, if if like yeah okay, if. He refused rehab. If that were true, if anyone were to have done that, then yeah, the company's kind of in like a, well, what are, you know, look, we're willing to send you here. What yeah. do you want us to do? Right. And you have to start, you have to start looking at it from a company standpoint. They've got, they, they, they have to think about themselves, their own reputation. They have to think about that. But they are, they I,
0: are a publicly traded company.
1: Yeah. But I also, at the same time, I don't know that there's, you know, any, any truth to that at all. So right. I, uh, I would rather us not speculate in that regard. Um, absolutely. But yeah, the only so, thing
0: I will say is I, I hope Jeff's good.
1: I hope he's doing well.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I really do love that guy.
1: Um, yeah. And with that, we kind of don't have, uh, any other questions unless there's uh let's check our, our Patreon. Um, mm-hmm. Uh Okay, here you go. The fucking Chick Fil A sauce. it stores now. It's I was
0: just there. reading. That.
1: Um. Okay, little little Jimmy, what are your thoughts about last night's Viking Steelers game? I didn't watch it, dude. Dude. So, uh, the Vikings were up twenty
0: nine to nothing. On the fucking Steelers, and the Steelers were like a touchdown, like a a hair away from tying it. They came back from twenty nine nothing, and it would have been like the one of the largest deficits anybody had ever come back from. Yeah, Uh, in a regular season game, uh, there was a one game, uh, a wild card game, where I want to say the Buffalo Bills overcame a thirty two point deficit against the Houston Oilers in a uh, playoff game. So that, that doesn't count towards the regular season. But right, in the but, regular but they were down. It, it, eventually, it was 29-0, and then um, the Vikings got up to 36, I believe. But then, you know, I, 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 I forgot what I was doing. I, I wasn't looking. And then, before you know it, the Steelers were up to 28 and if they would have scored a touchdown, they would—they still would have had to do the two-point conversion just to tie it. And uh, I was listening to the rest of it on the radio, and just like they—they—they they, <laughs> they got the ball back on their own six, and they were able to march down to like uh, the Vikings, you know, ten. And Roethlisberger threw a, a touchdown pass. The guy caught it, but. The defender hit him right at the same time and j- jarred the the ball loose, so it didn't count as a catch. But it was like the perfect pro wrestling comeback, where <laughs> yeah, you know, the babyface is just about to come back, and then all of the a second, the last second, the heel you know pulls it out, you know, and then just uh, yeah. wins. But talk about a game that went from being from an absolute, the game went from being an absolute piece of shit. To like probably one of the greatest comebacks in, in football modern history. It, it was it was really something to to watch if you hung in there long enough to watch And I, I was hanging in there till like twenty eight nothing, and then I had to go run an errand and stuff. So I was I was like I got to listen to the car. And the radio announcers are always more exciting because they got to paint that picture, you right. know. So yeah, the, dude, if you didn't see that, at least check out the highlights. I will.
1: Yeah, that sounds but, that sounds
0: really. In the beginning of the, the game, the Steelers were just so bad. You know, Ben Ben Roethlisberger got sacked a couple of times. And, you know, I, I follow along on Twitter and just to see what, you know, people are saying there. People are like, <laughs> one of my favorite comebacks was like, somebody was like, what were the Steelers doing at practice this week? <laughs> and, uh, Chris Long was like, uh, I guess they were playing music. You know, just <laughs> they weren't really practicing, you know. Yeah, just, right. Just to watch all these people, you know, all the, you know, players and pontificators, you know, going, man, this game sucks. Then all of a sudden, you know, fucking Steelers sc- score a touchdown. you are like, okay, you're three away. Score another touchdown. Oh, how are you? You know? And then, like, oh, my God, they could have tied it, you know, after being down 29 to nothing. And then the the Vikings threw a bomb and got up to, like, maybe 37 points. And then, like, the Steelers had to overcome that and, they, and came within – a 96-yard drive of tying it. It would have been, it was amazing.
1: Wow. Yeah, I mean, I will and definitely it's weird check how I get the... more,
0: It's weird how I get more fired up about modern sports than
1: some wrestling, you know. It's all <laughs> about, know? look, it, it, it's, again, it's, it's the, all about it's the, story. the story, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, are you getting. I could, same... yeah, I love watching the storyline within the game, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's it. If you're not getting that same feeling.
0: Yeah. And I I was invested in this game because, you know, the Eagles as much as they stink this season you know, I mean it's a rebuild. Sure. But it uh, takes some time. Yeah, but uh if the, the you know the season was to end its way end, you know, this week, they would be they would have the last spot in the wild card round. And some of the Eagles need some certain teams to lose to cement their spot in the wild card. I think they need the Vikings to lose some games. And I I think they need the 49ers to lose some games and the Rams to lose some games Mm -hmm. to cement their spot because they expanded the playoffs, you know, with with an extra wild card. So they would have that extra wild card spot, which is smart on the NFL's part because, you know, people won't check out on the the season as quick knowing right. that
1: there's an extra an extra spot in the uh the playoffs, you know. I think look, I really w- I, every season I'm really excited to watch the Eagles. Yeah. And this season you know, it's been what it's been. But it's it's been better than last season. That's true. That's true. So I've never been and we've talked about this in the past like I've never been a big like, I'm an Eagles fan, but I'm not as much of, like, a... Like, I I don't really watch football that's not an Eagles game as much because I yeah. just can't get into it. I can't get it as invested. But what I will do is look at the highlights of the game that we were just talking about because, again, that's the thing. It's just like when you're saying you're more in, into that than pro wrestling. Like it's all about that story. It's all about the entertainment. And in a way, all sports are sports entertainment. Yeah. You know, it's... Come on. I mean, look at the graphics used, you know, or assets, as some would say. Uh, look at It's a little <laughs> inside baseball. Real inside but, baseball. Um, but no, like, so you look at all of that and you go, it's all sports entertainment now.
0: If Vince would just thought to trademark that term. Yeah. Because I heard Comcast, so our sports entertainment plan. Oh. oh Vince could have um, sued.
1: Oh, uh,. We've got a couple more questions, and then we're going to wrap it up. Um, but we do have uh Logan Barton says, if you can enter the ring to one Van Halen' song, what would it be?
0: Oh, Unchained, of
1: course. He also says, "Did you watch Jurassic Park yet?": Absolutely not. Um,
0: I'm watching the documentary documentaries over here, pal.
1: Slicker uh, well, that's a documentary. It's a documentary <laughs> on what would happen if, uh, so, uh, Slickter wants to know, can you get Comcast to sell the Flyers? Can oh you call, God. can you just call someone?
0: Yeah. Dude, there was a great news footage during the week because the Flyers were so bad. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, down at the Wells Fargo Center, they had these canine dogs walking the ice. And one of the dogs just stopped and took a shit right on the La Flyers logo. <laughs>
1: I mean, first of all, yeah, this feels right. Secondly, why would you have the dog? Like, what was the point? I, I, I have
0: no idea why they these canine police dogs were on the ice.
1: So I don't know if it was. I don't, I don't know, but the
0: dog just stopped right on the fucking pee and dropped the deuce.
1: I uh, I don't it's know if it's so it was so fitting to this or not, but there was some like meme of just like this, this like cartoon guy just with a stick poking the flyers logo saying do something yeah yeah um yeah well yeah (laughs) what are you gonna do
0: that's philly sports in a nutshell Uh, dude imagine being a philly sportscaster's gotta be rough
1: uh i feel like not as bad as being a uh, wwe broadcaster at times
0: dude i I watch all these guys do live reaction videos you know they'll live stream right after raw right after nxt it's like why would you do that why would you put yourself through that yeah. you you're putting it you're you're putting yourself in a situation to watch something you know you're not going to like yep you know
1: yep uh but we hope you like this hope you like this episode uh,
0: andy slichter say it was such a fitting tribute and to that i say it was such a shitting tribute
1: uh zinger
0: where is it? Bazinga. Bazinga. Where? Where is it? Hit it. Hit go. it. Nice. There we go.
1: Oh, man. Meany, this was fun. This was a good one. Uh, or it was a one. Uh, <laughs> 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 I had fun. Yeah, I had a blast. At the pod squad yeah, eventually considering trained I- us,
0: the Patreon pod squad. Um, C- considering I didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah. yeah. Because inside baseball, we're recording this. We started at like ten a.m. Friday, which means I got up around nine. But I only had like four hours of sleep. You know, I could, I could not sleep last night. So, but uh, once we got in the groove of talking, yes, uh, it made this day worth it.
1: Yeah, now you can go back to sleep. Uh. <laughs> Um but yeah, oh, a man. Bitch. Uh this was great as always. Um it is hard to believe we only have two episodes left in the year. Um so crazy. But uh but we'll be back for those. Uh in the meantime, check us out on social media if you haven't already. Uh give us a follow over at mind of the meanie, uh at Blue Meanie BWO and at So says Shernoff. Uh check out all of our merch at ProwrestlingTees.com slash mind of the meanie, Pro Wrestling slash blue meanie, and ProWrestlingTees.com slash so says sure enough. Uh there's cameo, cameo.com slash blue meanie BWO. Uh, cameo.com slash so says sure enough. the loneliest cameo there is. Um, <laughs> there's so there there's uh there's some some uh some fun opportunities for all of you with the holidays to have us uh Wish people a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. So take advantage of that. Uh, and then, of course, of course, you have to go to patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. Uh, we're going to be doing a Zoom call coming up, I want to say, on uh, the 19th of December, I think is tentatively when that's planned for, uh, on a Sunday. So you want to hop in on that Zoom call? Now's your time. You've got, you've got uh, six days from when you're hearing this. Jump on. Jump on the bandwagon. We we want you there. Uh Mind of the Meanie over at patreon.com slash mind of the meanie. Uh thanks, Manscaped. Promo code Meanie20. Uh go get some beard care at uh Mad at, uh, Cat, Mad beard, Cat beard, beard, care. beard Care. There you go. <laughs> you get Uh Blue Meanie's got his uh his own scent over there, which uh <laughs> which is The thanks- Blue Spruce. The Blue Spurs, which smells a lot better than the Blue Meanie. Uh, yes. But, yeah, they're awesome. They're doing great things over there. And what better time than, than the holidays to uh, to get a gift like that for somebody or just get a gift for yourself. Yeah. Anything
0: else, me? Anything I missed? I got my Mad Cat beard comb uh, that I have uh, brushed my beard with. Nice. Uh, and thank you to everybody who uh, has joined us uh, each and every week here on you know Patreon. And... Uh, Download us each and every week, you
1: know, at 6 a.m. every Monday morning. Yeah, wherever you get your uh, podcast. Also, YouTube.com yeah, slash Mind of the Meanie. Great way to listen yeah. to the pod. Um, yeah, we
0: got to give that some more love. Oh,
1: um, and last thing, last thing that I have to say at least. Uh, yeah. So get those action figures right now. Go right now, Mind of the Meanie 2-pack. Uh, they're almost gone. Now, Meanie still, full disclosure, Meanie has some. That he has to sell at uh, a, at, you know, at his gimmick table whenever he's doing something like that. But if you want to, I mean, he, I, I think he only has like maybe like thirty left or so. Like it's not something. It like sounds that, yeah. like a lot, but it's not a lot. That's like that's like one appearance or two appearances, and they're gone. So, if you want any right now, we have not a lot left. Uh, we had a lot of success on our uh, our Blue Friday and Cyber Mini sales. Um, so there's like next to nothing left. Um, I think there's like three signed ones left. So get it now while you can. Go to mindofthemini.com to pick up your Mind of the meanie two pack.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll have some Saturday, December 18th at the 2300 Arena for Icons of Wrestling Convention. So uh, if you want some, come get some. I'll have the, some of those and I'll have some of my brother's Gadder Wrestle Buddies.
1: Nice. You see that right over your shoulder right now. And you could be seeing that right over your shoulder as well if you went to patreon.com slash mind of the meanie and you could watch this live and be a part of it and have us name the show after you. Like today's episode episode of uh, Shackle Beats the Hammer. Uh, and with that Meanie, anything else you want to share
0: ah thank you thank you Josh and thank you to the the fans who listen
1: I thank you and I also thank the fans and I thank you all for coming back next Monday to join us like you have for the last 90 weeks and for the next 90 weeks every Monday for another trip in the mind Blip, 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 world order. The world of MLW radio never stops.